0: Ready? Go. Hey everyone, this is Heather Whaley,
1: and this is Frank Punchable Face Whaley.
0: And this is episode twenty-four of the Podemicast. Today is Saturday, sometime in April.
1: You know why I call myself Punchable Face, Frank Punchable Face Whaley, right?
0: Because someone said you were had a punchable face.
1: Yeah, one person.
0: One I, person has that much control over you? Yep. Who was it?
1: I have no idea. It was a stranger.
0: And you don't even remember? And they have controlled your life to that extent?
1: Yeah. One person delivers that kind of an insult. It's like a wallop. It's like a a George Foreman powerhouse overhand left hook.
0: Only if you allow it to be frank. This is why you need to learn to love yourself. Because you can't give up your personal power so easily to someone you don't even know. You don't know who this person is or anything about them.
1: I think they're smart.
0: You can't let other people's opinion of you, especially when it's negative, wield such influence that now that's how how you introduce yourself on your podcast.
1: I disagree. And I'll tell you why. That person hit it on the nose. And after I read that comment, which went something like, Frank Whaley has the most punchable face I've ever seen. I hate every character he plays. I took the phone, put it on the table, looked in the mirror and said, yep, he's right. That person is right.
0: Yeah. You know that you're doing it all wrong. You're doing it all wrong, because when people say nice things about you, you completely dismiss it. One troll on the internet says you you have a punchable face, and then that's how you think of yourself.
1: That person did me a favor. No, they didn't. Yep, I never realized I had a punchable face, so that put me in my (gasps) proper place. You know
0: what, Frank? I'm going to recommend that you spend a little time with Brene Brown.
1: Is that a, a dish?
0: No. It's a woman, and she can help you.
1: Oh, I thought it was like a, a casserole dish.
0: So there's a Twitter account called New New York Times. What this account does is it tweets out every time a word is used in the New York Times for the first time ever. So if a word has never appeared in the New York Times, this account will send out a tweet. That's awesome. Some of the things recently were cannonballers, feetballs, zig-a-zig.
1: zig what does that mean?
0: It says, Dorn narrates a pop music montage that may make you really, really, really want to zig a zig so it's a Spice Girls reference. Ah. But one of the things that appeared the other day was COVID divorce. Oh. So as we spoke about before, there's going to be a lot of people who are filing for divorce after spending so much time with their spouse in quarantine. Right. And I thought that maybe you and I could talk about...
1: Getting a divorce, sure, you- I'm open.
0: Well, yeah, sure, that's always a possibility. But some things that have prevented us from getting a divorce. Okay. Some marriage advice. Okay. Because we were both given some advice that I've, I don't, I don't think I realized at the time how good it was before we got married, uh-huh. which was to think of your marriage, like the weather, that even when the weather's really bad, it's sort of, it, so your marriage is like a constant. Mm-hmm. So even when the weather is really bad, you know, at some point there's going to be good weather again. Mm-hmm. So that is
1: good advice. Yeah.
0: That's really good advice. Yeah,
1: marriage is a constant. It's a it's never-ending constant, 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 yeah. constant, and noble.
0: Like a ringing in the ear that just won't go away.
1: Yeah, like the the, the sound of our dog barking and neither one of our kids letting him in. Or a do- in. Uh, yeah, it's a
0: yeah. girl.
1: Should I call one of the kids right now and put him on speakerphone to let the dog in?
0: Sure. Hi. Hi.
1: Can you let the dog in? Don't you hear it barking?
0: No, I can't hear her barking.
1: Why? Why can't you hear because her barking?
0: Upstairs? What are you doing? I'm just chilling.
1: All right. Well, the dog is outside barking. So could you let her in? We're trying to do our, uh, a podcast for two people. We'll be very disappointed if a dog is barking in the background. Something it might make so- it more funny. Just cut her off. So, you know what today is?
0: Day before Easter.
1: Sexy Saturday. Nah, be, yeah, that's I'm what I saw it oh. on Twitter.
0: Okay, so you're going to be, you're going to dress sexy today?
1: Yeah. I'm going to wear, um, I'll wear my uh, bottomless pants. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dress. I'm not going to. Like
0: buttless no. chaps? Yeah. So, the other thing I was thinking, I keep seeing people posting online about their kids are driving them nuts. Little kids. We've talked right many times about how grateful we are that our kids are older. Yeah. Uh, And we don't have to really homeschool them. Right. And we can watch the same things on television and stuff like that. Have normal conversations. We don't have to entertain them. Mm -hmm. And I was watching uh, somebody, a friend of ours on Instagram, who had their little kids. And you could just tell that she was exhausted. And I thought that I might share uh, a game that I made up when our kids were little that was like, I would think of, what are the games that you can play as a parent when what you, all you really want to do is lie on the couch, but you can still participate in the game. Get on with so it. So your, your kid thinks that you're playing with them, even though you're just lying on the couch. Right. So you take a toy. We used to have a little airplane, a Thomas the Tank Engine airplane called Tiger Moth. And I would make him close his eyes, and I would hide Tiger Moth somewhere in the room. And I'd make it really hard. And then I'd say, okay, go find Tiger Moth. And I would be able to lie on the couch and watch him find Tiger Moth. For many, many minutes in a row, which, as a parent, you know, is an amazing thing.
1: Well, Boomer, I got news for you. I think there's a new game. It's called uh, video games, or whatever the hell they're called. One year ago today, I just realized this. We were in on a family vacation in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh yeah, so beautiful. That was one year ago today, and we were we went we went uh, all over the place. Santa we went, Fe, so did beautiful. We hiking. Yeah, and I was thinking was really fun. New Mexico is is gorgeous. That part of the country is so beautiful. Yeah, we, we we discovered all of that and.
0: We discovered it?
1: Yes, we sure did. We discovered New Mexico for the rest of the country. And I was thinking, what if what if a little genie came out of a bottle one day last year and said, enjoy this, guys, because next year at this time, you will be locked down. There will be a global pandemic.
0: Oh, my God. 2,000
1: people. Every day, we'll be dying, and you will have just surpassed Italy in terms of the death count.
0: They'll be digging mass the graves in will, New York City. The
1: economy will be completely shut down. Yeah, there'll be the, the Central Park will be a mobile hospital and a mass gravesite, and then he just dis- and then the genie just disappears. We're like, wait, what? What? Wait, hold on. What did he say? Wait, what?
0: What would we have done differently?
1: Absolutely nothing.
0: You don't think? I think I might have bought stock in something that, you know, oh, no, I don't buy stock. If
1: we, if we knew absolutely true that the genie was being truthful, we wouldn't have any idea when, when it would all start. So maybe we would have, maybe we would have done stuff, but I, I don't know. Maybe we would have said, huh, oh, well, nothing maybe we can do about it. stockpile some stuff. Yeah.
0: I feel like, you know, as much as the initial anxiety and fear has dissipated it hasn't completely gone away now there's like an undercurrent of depression yeah i'm getting a little bit depressed
1: yeah hopelessness
0: and it just it seems like this is going to go on forever and ever and ever it doesn't seem like there's going to be a way out they were talking about easing restrictions In Parts of the country that have already had their peak and it kind of made me panic a little bit thinking about that Like I'm not ready for them to ease restrictions at all.
1: Yeah, and what's the point? What's the point of doing it piecemeal do it all at once, you know, wait wait till everybody's reached their peak
0: Well, why don't why didn't they just shut everything down completely Mm. for five weeks and let this burn out? And then and then everybody goes back to normal.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that would have been the thing to do.
0: I think that's what Fauci wanted to do. Even Andrew Cuomo said, oh, no, we we wouldn't let them do that here. It would be illegal.
1: Every day I wake up in the morning and look at bullshit on the Internet and try to read my book. This goddamn Wallace Stegner book, which I, I can't, I just can't, I can't get through it. But then I go back to sleep. I have the craziest most, when I go back to sleep, I have the craziest, most vivid dreams that involve the strangest people. Like, I had a dream, I was talking about the other day about This it, better that, be
0: interesting. Whenever not, someone wants to tell you about their dream, it's just like, oh,
1: no, This is not going to be interesting at all, but oh. I've never dreamt like this before. I've never dreamt with vivid people. Yeah, who was it? This morning I had a long-involved, plot-driven dream with Claire Danes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and don't don't, don't jump to the immediate conclusion that no. I'm having sex in this dream with Claire Danes I because I, I wasn't.
0: No, I didn't think that at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: Claire Danes was with my mother. Hmm. And my mother was very young. You're, you're right. This is really boring. But yeah. my, my point is, this is going on for like why are these celebrities infecting my subconscious and showing up randomly in my dreams? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Once I had a dream that Madonna was my roommate and she hated me. And like she would have all her friends over partying and be like, oh, my roommate's so annoying.
1: Mm. You know what Boris Johnson and I have in common?
0: Fabulous hair.
1: Yes. What else?
0: Coronavirus. Nope. Oh, I thought this was how you were telling me that you tested positive. That would be fine. In a closet in a small confined space. Uh-uh. Guess what? What?
1: We both watched With Nail and I yesterday. Oh. Yeah. He, he's when recovering. did you watch it? I watched I it. I with all day. I watched it on the treadmill. Well, I watched half of it. I'm mm. going to watch the other half today. My, one of my favorite movies, if not my all-time favorite movie.
0: Yeah,
1: I Withnail know. With Nail and I. Richard E. Grant. But Boris Johnson, there he is in hospital. Recovering in hospital watched With Nail and I yesterday.
0: Richard E. Grant has been doing some funny stuff. Is that on Twitter or Instagram? On
1: Twitter. He does a line from With Nail and I.
0: Which is great, but then he laughs at himself. I know. He shouldn't do that. It's so weird to laugh at yourself like that. He finds it hilarious. Yeah. I like him so much, but I wish he wouldn't laugh at himself on camera. I know.
1: Well, it's a small complaint these days. Someone
0: who is listening to this podcast sent a note to say that when they were in their 20s, they peed in Kirstie Alley's pool. No way. Yeah. Why I don't why, know why.
1: Why did they do it? And why they are they telling you? No other explanation. Oh, we were talking about Kirstie Alley.
0: Yeah, we were talking about Kirstie yeah. Alley, and said I I totally forgotten that when I was in my twenties I peed in her pool.
1: Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad they did that because we I do hope he's not, not like the only one. We don't like <laughs> Kirstie Alley. No, she's um, a horrifying trump plagiarist.
0: She's a plagiarist, and
1: she stole uh, she stole our our television show back in the early aughts. Anything else we want to cover today? Tomorrow's Easter, as you commented.
0: Is the Easter Bunny coming? Oh man.
1: I don't know the the COVID bunny. I don't know. I don't know.
0: That, that Easter bunny better be wearing a mask.
1: I remember one year on Easter, you we w- we we went over to your mom's house and you dressed up in a Easter bunny costume for yeah. your young nieces and nephews.
0: Yeah, and then I tried to run out. My mom lives on a golf course. It's yeah. not her golf course, but. Her house backs up onto this golf course, and so I was gonna run out onto the golf course in this bunny outfit, but I had to go through the little bramble. bit, of, a little bit of woods, and there was like a bramble. I got stuck in it. Yeah. And they were watching me try to get through this bramble with this bunny suit on.
1: Yeah. My only regret is I don't have video of that. Well, everybody, I hope uh, you enjoy.
0: Have a great day. Your
1: time, and remember, don't let the sun catch you crying.
0: You couldn't think you were gonna think of something else, weren't you and you, and you fell back on that one. I don't like that. That makes me more depressed when you say that.
1: Unless you don't, feel like crying.
0: Don't let the sun catch you crying. What? Think of something else by now. No, way. that's
1: my catchphrase. It's already copyrighted.
0: Uh, all right. Bye.
1: Bye.